hey you, yee you, click the subscribe button. You are listening to the Ill-Advised Wise Guys podcast, starring Uche and QDV. Yo, 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 We are the Ill-Advised Wise Guys. It's your boy Uche. I got my boy. QDZ for Sheezy. It's way too easy. Uh, beautiful, breezy, uh, Quincy girls, a.k.a. Uh, Mr. Still Your Spaghetti, a.k.a. Widow's Peak Bandit, a.k.a. Michael Gordon. What's good? A.k.a. 2022 Vision. You know, throw, let's all throw in the corny the corny uh, sayings that people do at the start of the new year. 2022 Vision, uh, me New Year, New Me. Uh, do people still say that? I don't know. Man. Taxes due on March. This is episode 115. 115. 115. Shout out to the gang. Shout out to the wise gang. We appreciate y'all for joining us. You know, like I said, man, you know, welcome, welcome on the other side of the new year. Uh, we guys, you know, we hope you guys enjoyed, you know, our last episode where we talked to Orchestrate 96 out of uh Texas. Go check that interview slash episode out if you haven't already done so. Dope. Episode. Uh, it was a cool episode, man. You know, cool guy. He definitely has a hit on his hands. Y'all go check it out. It's streaming right now on Zero Skips playlist. Right now, that's our playlist for up and coming talent. You know what I'm saying? If you are a up and coming artist or you know, just somebody who likes music and you like emerging talent, go check out that, that playlist for sure. It's definitely where it's at. Uh how y'all doing though today, man? What's up? Uh, you know, mental health is uh on, on the normal, it's shaky. Is, is it is it is it Antonio Brown level or uh oh no, it's not Antonio Brown level. Okay, cool, okay, I'm, cool. Uh, Woo! All right, I'm still doing there. I'm still doing rational things in my life. <laughs> <laughs> I like that, I like that. Well, uh I'm only we taking into... my clothes off before I go to the shower. I'm not taking my clothes off in the middle of, of, Yo, bro. of a game or business. Yo, bro, I don't even take my you ever been to I mean, of course, most people have been to a gym. Like, you go to a public gym like LA Fitness, Planet Fitness, you name the fitness center. I don't even take my clothes off like that in the damn locker room. Are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, bro was stripping Let damn near alone. naked, bro. Like, what's up with him, man? 100K yeah, people. What's up with Antonio, man? You know, I, I guess he wants to be a musician now. But hey, it is what it is. Uh Let's let's intro this this episode. And let's jump right into it, man. I don't want to waste no time. Uh, but before we start this episode, just a couple announcements, church announcements, if you will. We have a Patreon service, so if you want to check out this episode and all of our other past episodes, at least the video version of it, the link will be in this particular episode. Also, go to our social media; all of that stuff will be there as well. Now, uh, this one is for you, Q. I'm gonna kick this right over to you because your boy Ryan. Uh, he had a request about this uh this wizards game. I, I made sure to write this down because um y'all seem to have some some tension going on. So did you did you owe somebody some money for that wizards game? Uh, is that what happened? Yeah, no? there's some uh east coast midwest beef going on. It's it's uh we got some we got some problems in Chicago. Uh <laughs> you know, we, we we had a little friendly bet, you know, wizards is gonna play the bulls at Washington. We went to the game. We were we pretty, did pretty pretty damn good seats. We went and saw it was a great game. Um, we lost ended, at the end, buzzer. Ended horribly. Demar Derozan hit a three pointer at the buzzer that was ridiculous. The place, by the way, there was a lot of Chicago fans in the arena that day. But that's another story. So 
I told him, you know what? We're going to get that win back in blood. We're going to be in Chicago in a couple of days. Wizards going to whip that ass. And so yesterday, game was close. 80 to 80. By the way, we put a $20 bet on it. 80 to 80. I was like, <laughs> no, we it. got this. We got this in the bag. <laughs> Chicago probably went on like a 25 to 3 run. God <laughs> damn. I gave him his, not even, I didn't give him his money uh, when the game ended. I gave him his money like eight minutes left in the fourth quarter. I was like, this game's over. Damn. That's crazy. Here's, here, here's here's twenty. Enjoy, but shout out to Chicago. Well, well I'm shout glad you paid up. I'm glad you paid up, man. And 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 you weren't mm-hmm. like, let's say, YK Osiris, who seemingly just keeps owing people money. Like, have you have you seen that? Like, they just keep making YK Osiris out to be a joke. Like, he keeps owing all these other rappers money because he keeps losing bets. But it is what it is. Yeah, man. You uh, know, I'm a man of my word, but uh, I'm also petty. So, you know, man. I'm gonna I'm gonna ask for four. Wizards gonna get it back. We got like one or two more games against Chicago. We're gonna get one. We're gonna get one. I I I think I, we, I shall, we shall. I we hope, shall. I hope. Listen, man. If uh, first of all, shout out to shout out to your boy Ryan, uh, who listens to the show. He also got a couple topics, you know, that we're probably gonna get to on this episode, but we'll see. Uh, but yeah, man. Uh. It, Definitely like this episode, comment, subscribe, share it with your people. I don't really care who you share with. Listen, man, we going up this year. It's bigger and better things for the Ill-Advised Wise Guys podcast. We want to make sure y'all are here for the ride. And uh, that's it, man. Q, what do you got going on, man? Yes, sir. Check out RadiusGameMusic.com, a.k.a. RGM. Album reviews. The best album reviews. I'm going to go out and say it right now. The best album reviews on the globe. The best single reviews on the globe. We got new album reviews of Gunna, his new album, DS Forever. And we also got The Weeknd's new album. Uh, we got a review for that, which is uh, Dawn FM. One of those albums, an A, was given out. I don't I don't be giving A's out like that. Dawn one of those FM. albums got, one of them albums got an A. So go ahead and check it out. Follow me on Twitter. Uh, you know, QD, where's Hermes, I believe is my Twitter. Uh, check me out on IG. Let's go. Let's do this, bro. You've do you even own a pair of Hermes? I just I want to not. know. Okay, cool. That, I went to I the just store. Want, I, I just want to. I, I just want to clear it. that up for the people. The people I were stood wondering. in line. I stood in line on Christmas Day <laughs> trying to get into the store because do you know you there's a line to get into those stores? It's absolutely. Not, it, it has nothing to do with COVID. It's just bro. You got to You got to reserve a day a day before that you're showing up the next day to go to Louis V Hermes, all that I man. Yeah. I went to Tyson's too. Like 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 Wale. Like your boy Wale said, I went to Tyson's too. Checked it out. I was out of there in five minutes. <laughs> I said, uh, I don't belong here. Why is everything there's a line to get into everywhere? And you know the funny thing about those lines, too? It's like majority of them look like rappers are in the lines. Like, <laughs> yo, this is like, yo, that's, like yo, everybody, got, everybody has expensive shades on, you know, Louis Bells. Nah, they, they all they they, they, they be look, mixing look, the designer with the with the look, fashion over though. Like I, I, be seeing, sm- I be seeing them rappers, but let's let's get real though. Rappers are smart because like you know like corporate people also got Hermes, but they wear their pants like where it needs to be worn. Rappers be sagging so you can see the belt. You know what I'm saying? Like that's how how you gonna know I got a Gucci belt if you can't see the belt? That's why no, you bro, sag. bro. Yo, bro, why we? I, I didn't know we needed this tutorial okay, from you, okay. but but thank you, thank you, sir. It, 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 hey man, I'm I'm glad we you know 2022 is a very unpredictable year. I'm glad we got that out the way that we you know we I'm could a, get I'm some 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 designer 
tutorials, you know, straight from the horse's mouth. Quincy don't, wears Hermes. Don't call me, don't, don't call me QD no more. Call me designer Q. <laughs> that's that's crazy, man. <laughs> I got one Louis belt, but more to come, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> and I and I have none, but anyway. Uh, are you done with your announcements, bro? Are you done? Yeah, I'm done. I'm good. All right, cool, man. Well, let, well, guess what, man? On this episode, we're gonna, we got some we got some dope topics for y'all, man, for sure. Um, the weekend, Abel, Abel, man, y'all know his name, Tess Faye. I, I believe that's how you pronounce it. The Canadian himself, the the guy we all love, dropped a new album. But we're gonna talk about where he stands in the all time legends discussion has he gotten to that point yet has he not what does he need to do we'll get to that in a few after that we're going to talk about the most anticipated artists of 2022 you know what i'm saying whether it's artists or albums there's a couple obvious names that come to mind i'm sure you guys can think of a few off the top but there might be some that we might have to sit and think about i think that's going to be a dope discussion because uh this is going to be a year of uh some some unpredicted hits and I should say long-awaited albums and, and artists that we haven't heard from in a long time. We'll get to that after. And then uh, the next topic, we're going to get into Travis Scott. Where is Travis Scott? When is he dropping Utopia? Will it come out? How do we, how y'all going to feel when it drops? We're going to have a deep dive discussion. And that's that was part of the fan mail. So shout out to... You know, the folks out there who've uh, submitted topics for us to discuss, we appreciate y'all, obviously. Can't tell y'all that enough. You feel me? Yeah. Q, you're on mute, so I'm glad. It's probably some bullshit not about a, to come out of your not mouth. A, not a shout out to Ryan. Everybody else, thank you. Yeah, not yeah, yeah. Not a shout yeah. out to Ryan. Yo, listen, man. Lucky. <laughs> yo, Ryan, Ryan is... Yo, he, he's your daddy. It's like... <laughs> inside joke, inside joke. Anyway... Uh, but before we get into any of those topics, I want to intro our special guest. His name is Remy Lewis Harris. He's a he's a dope, uh, you know, uh, artist, manager, up and coming guy out of Chicago. I'm sorry, I said Chicago. See, I got Ryan on my mind. Still, look at that. He's out of he's out he's of uh, haunting us. He's haunting us. He's out of Canada. What's up, bro? How you doing? Thank you, thank you. I'm doing good. And you, how you guys doing, man? Man, can't call it, man. Just <laughs> glad to be in 2022, man. What's up with you, man? How's everything? How's life? It's good, man. Can't complain. Doing the artist management thing, you know, the grind continues every day. Yeah. What What are What are like some of the? So I know, you know, I told you the backstory of all, like, kind of like offline before, like how we reached out to you and whatnot, and you know, through an artist who you know we were familiar with that you used to kind of do some pitching for behind the scenes and whatnot, but like. You know, I guess like as a manager and you kind of like pushing your brand, is it Riverside? That's the name yeah. of your management company? Yeah. Like, how did you start that company? And just like, where do you see that company going in the near future? Uh, my, uh, my girlfriend's been like telling me, or my girl's been like trying to get me to like start my own or tell me to start my own thing as well as like a lot of people in, like in the industry. Because like I pop up everywhere and like speak to the right people. And whatnot and it wasn't until this year um that i decided to kind of do it or just break out and do my own thing um and i kind of named it after my hometown um like after the river or i took the name river because there's like a famous river like if you're from calgary then you know the whole river versus knowing it for the calgary stampede as everybody else in the world does uh, 
and I took that, and then it was like I'm uh, I'm from like the wet or the south side of Calgary, um, or and I'm from the west side of Canada or the Midwest of Canada. So I just decided to name or kind of put it all together. It was like Riverside, and I thought it sounded cool. Uh, but it, it uh, everything kind of took off pretty quickly um, after signing Victory. Um, and like all the opportunities that have like presented itself and, and whatnot. Um, yeah, a lot of doors have been open and hopefully I'm hoping that we become like a thriving agency in the future. Mm-hmm. That's kind of yeah, that's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Very, impre- very impressive, you know, considering that, you know, it seems like you, you really started getting started during the pandemic. Yeah. Oh, it's been two years and uh, I can tell for like management is difficult like navigating right yeah uh dealing with younger artists is 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 always a uh i don't even know the word it it can it can be a difficult thing to navigate uh, for sure um or not even that uh, frustrating thing to navigate uh, but figure out a way that makes it work Okay. So, lot, so let, a lot of telework, a lot of emails. I, I bet a lot of administrative work, probably. Yeah. yeah, administrative work, and like just making sure that like all the right accounts are set up for the artists to be able to get their royalties and all that stuff. Um, a lot of emailing, um, and then like even though when things die down a little bit, uh, like right now, there's uh, we're just kind of getting ready for, to put out a music video for Victory, and she's putting together mm-hmm. music. So like I don't necessarily have to do much for her at the moment other than pester her about like yo like what is the music going to be done um right like um i have another artist cam um who were like gearing up to put out his like uh, first record under me and my other partner uh and stuff like that and then we had just signed a uh tiktok like a tiktok creator um or tiktok influencer i should say with like millions of followers and stuff like that so um it's just being able to navigate all of that and juggle everything. So, so yeah, that's that's hella dope, man. Like, seems like you got a lot going on, but like, yo, let's let's take a step back real quick. So, for anybody who actually I I, I guess wants to be a manager or has skills to be in management or to manage artists, what what are some of those skills that you even need to have? Patience. I'm just saying no, like no, well, I actually know, but um I got like I got the crash course because I got to go to school out here in Toronto um, for artist management. But at the yeah. same time, during like my first semester, which I probably shouldn't have been doing, I got like an internship at a PR firm because I wanted to really get like an understanding of because everything is like glitz and glamour on TV, but like you go and you actually do it, and it's like uh, like you really learn how they they kind of drill it into you how to become like a patient manager and how to juggle everything like you have to like though i remember back in those when i first started they give me like a list of like i think it was like 150 people that you have to email by the end of the day and then or before your day is done and that you have like because you have to go to school so your days like are short and like you have to be okay with getting like one yes Right. So like you do all that work and every single thing will be like, no, no, thank you. I'm not interested. Please take us off your mailing list. Nah, no, 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 no. Mm. Yes. And they drill that into you. It's like you have to be like a hundred percent comfortable. Like unless like if you're not, then you're not gonna do well in the like in the industry and whatnot. So uh, comfortable, comfortable for denial, like yeah, yeah, comfortable yeah. being denied. 
I mean, yeah. I'm comfortable being denied after all the Rejection. times. Rejection. All the times I all the times I went to the club. I mean, try to holler. Like, how many times have I? Yeah, come on. I've probably been denied three thousand times in my life. Yeah, yo, bro, that's bro, that's it. That's it. It's got to be more. Like, I, I feel like my numbers are higher than that. Real talk. Respectfully, respectfully. As long as you're good with that, like, you can be an artist manager. You just have to find. Uh, and like, this is like always so always the artist. Uh, we we'll can never stress this enough that like an artist manager will find you. Uh, you don't find don't necessarily find an artist manager. Uh, it, they they like it's always about believing in that artist and and like really having to go out of your way to push their music and whatnot. Because uh, in some cases, even if you're like an upcoming artist, you don't start making any money and whatnot. So like you're investing into that artist, whether it's your time um, or money and stuff, and you also have like collaborating with that artist um and and pulling resources and contacts and stuff like that um so it's like patience and like a lot of a lot of patience um and just being able to learn how to network you know what's interesting like i want to go back though because that's a cue you brought up trauma and old wounds man like you imagine remember how many times yo put it like this i guarantee you guys you've been at a club you've been out somewhere you hollering at girls You've been denied before you even went up to holler. Oh, of course. Look at you. You you oh, probably have gotten denied more course. times that way than, than you actually went up and talked. Yeah, it's like, just the way they look at you. The way they look at you. It's just the way they look at you. I mean, Thanks. They, they act like <laughs> I'm asking for their, their email for a guest list, right? Like, you know what hey, I mean? Oh, like, hey, hey. Uh, uh, <laughs> no, like. Get on my uh, subscription list. Come on, man. Like, and, and you can be perfectly. You, I, I've been denied. I, I've been perfectly. No, I didn't do anything wrong. Like, hey, how you doing? You look very beautiful. Get out of my face. <laughs> I don't want somebody telling me to hey, hi. You you have something on your face. I just wanted to say you got something. Like, don't talk to me. I got a boyfriend. Now, the, Yo, you know the worst denial? Sorry, which I, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, <laughs> you know the worst denial? You're talking and everything seems fine. And then they say, well, I'm going to the bathroom. And then, and then they never come and never, back. And never pull up. <laughs> You're just sitting there waiting like, oh, yeah, she just went to the bathroom. Nah, she ain't yeah. Yo, man. How many... We, I could go on a deep dive about this, but that we that's not why we're here today, man. But a lot of those skills sounds like you got to have as yes. a manager, right? That, that patience mm -hmm. to be able to say... Like you said, expect denial. And so, like, with that being said, you said you said something interesting, which is, which is a manager finds you and not the other way around. Yeah, like I thought like so 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 does that mean but hold on, but does, but does that mean that like the artist literally has to be putting in the work yeah. on their own to be able to like show for themselves and then that's when they start getting yeah. it, you know I think of like I think of like a, a, a light being on outside of a house and then you got bugs <laughs> willing to risk their damn life to get to this damn light and they end up dying, right? Like yeah, you just no. they can't help be attracted to it. Yeah, is that kind of how it is when you see a rising artist that's just yeah, doing, doing like, dope shit? Yeah, like you don't even have to have that. Like your streams don't matter. Like to me, I'm like none of that shit matters. I'm like it, 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 like I have to see something in like an artist for me to like really want to get involved with their because like being a manager comes with a lot um, and it's stressful sometimes. But like even like with Victory, I was just like it was like her voice and like I was just like I have like history with her family and stuff like that, but. Um, it was like more or less her voice was like the thing that like made me uh, want to manage her and whatnot and like hearing up the first time and then like her being like yeah I wrote that when I was 16 and I wrote that in my room when I was 16 and I'm like and I recorded and engineered it 
at 16 years old and I'm like, no, and, and whatnot. And then there's other records that sounded way beyond her years and whatnot that she never put out. And, and, and then I was like, yeah, I have to manage you. And like, I have to manage you like, and whatnot. But um, that's more or less how it was for me. And even like with Patrick, it was like seeing him perform the first time and like being mesmerized by his performance and then wanting to be part of that and so and, and whatnot. Uh, same thing with like the other artists that I managed, Cam, hearing uh, his records and, and the, the way that it sounds and seeing his fan base that he built by himself um, organically, uh, which like attracted my attention. And then like the influencer that I met, uh, that we just signed, um, he like didn't build, built what he built by himself and, and whatnot. And he's just like a genuine or like smart, very, like very business savvy type of individual and stuff. So, um, so does that, so does that, sorry to cut you off, my bad. I didn't, I don't know if you were finished or not, but like, so what I'm hearing though is like, you know, these are people who had some type of it factor that you saw, you saw something in them, but like, does the art, like, I'm trying to get to like, if I'm an artist, right. And I'm out here, I'm putting yeah. in work, I'm making dope music. How do I even know when I'm ready to get a manager? Like, how do I even know when it's, when it's that time? Like if you're starting to kind of like if you're creating like a buzz for yourself, like if you're if you're getting like if people if you're getting like hundreds of thousands of streams, like not even th- uh, hundreds of thousands, if you're getting thousands of streams, uh, starting to get thousands of streams, um, even if your stuff slowly starts to get played on the radio, uh, or if you feel if you get to a point where you feel that you're doing too much by yourself and not being an artist, that's kind of when you need know when you need to t- take a step back and figure out. Uh, or at least start looking for management. That makes sense. I mean, so I guess my last question would be, so which one is, is, is more important to you as a manager, the talent or the work ethic? Cause you know, I, I do think there's certain people, right. You know, they got talent, amazing talent, but they, maybe they lazy. And then some people that's just, their, their their work is too impeccable for you to ignore. So, like, yeah. what personally do you look for? I feel it's a. I take a little bit of both because, like, <laughs> you know, like people have to understand, like, when you're when you're dealing with like a young artist, like an artist that's like nineteen, twenty, mm-hmm. uh, that's still in university um, and stuff like that. You also have to like take into account personal life and like being realistic, um, even like like with work ethic. Um, that they still have like a life to, that they have to live um, and shit. Like there's been times where you get frustrated with the artist, like, you know, I want you to be in the studio. And then like, you have to take a step back and be like, okay, well, like this artist just, they want to go and have a celebrate their friend's birthday versus mm-hmm. having to be in the studio for like five, six hours. And yeah. and, like that. Um, and, and it's, it, so it's like a little bit of both. Cause it's a, it's a give and take. Um, and and that's always like one of the things that I always find odd about that like statement that even Karen Civil said that you can well, talent can only get you so far like hard work will get you there but it's always like a it's a give and take from both because an artist is never lazy um, there's always a reason um, for the way that they do what they do not to say that um, you can let everything slide but to be a good manager you have to be able to like um, use your judgment. And, um, 
You know what I mean? Because if an artist if an artist feels pressured, like we're all like, like being completely honest, if an artist if an artist feels pressured, then the, it 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 takes a toll on the music, and at the end of the day, the music is the most important thing uh, that mm -hmm. you, that the artist is trying to do, right? Uh, you don't want their artistic vision to be taken away. You don't want them to feel a certain type of way. You don't want um, them to feel that like your, their manager is putting too much pressure on them because then like the overthinking and everything like that. Um, I could like for victory, I can be like, I, I'll be like, yeah, okay, cool. I'm gonna follow up with you in about a, like a week and a half and like, let me know where you're, where you are in terms of recording and stuff like that. Um, mm. And then whatnot is just like touching base and just being able to be on top of, um, of everything. Right. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. Here's my last question before we get into some of these topics, uh, burning topics of the episode. It's it's like, you know, you talked about the music being, I guess, among the most important thing, right? Like you have to protect that element, right? Because that they're in the music industry. But like with the music industry becoming less and less about music yeah. each year, how do you figure out like how to balance in the other aspects, uh, you know, other things that the artist needs to tap into, whether it's like film, you know, them being an actor, whether them, you know, getting into different ventures. How do you figure that out uh, as a manager? It, 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 I guess it comes with the, with the time and whatnot and uh, the growth of the artist uh, with like rise of things like TikTok and, and Triller and, and all these other like platforms and stuff like that. Um, it, it all of it comes with time and stuff. So TikTok is a big help with artists and, and it can be a negative or a positive because um, artists for sometimes get lost in the sauce and, and put all their time into how can I make my stuff blow up on TikTok versus how can I make a song that sounds good enough that people will give a fuck about on TikTok and stuff like that. Right. Um, yeah. All right. Well, uh, hey, man. I'm ready to talk about some of this music and, and, and other stuff, man. Y'all ready to do this, man? Yeah, ready? yes. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna we gonna turn it up a notch, not going to the club turn up, but like well, we're gonna turn it up, man. Let's rapid fire. The first topic on this particular episode is about the weekend, right? And so, like I mentioned earlier, the weekend just dropped his new album, Dawn FM. Dawn FM. I feel like I got to say it like that. You'd have to listen to that damn album. Um, I thought it was a pretty good effort. Like, I honestly don't think it was like the best of the weekend's catalog. I don't even think it was like the best. I, I really don't think this is like going to matter in the grand scheme of the weekend's catalog. That's just my personal opinion. I want to hear what y'all have to say after. But like with hearing this new album, you know, the weekend is kind of at a crossroads, in my opinion. Like he's kind of he has he has he reached the ceiling? And if so, like where is he in the grand scheme of things when you start comparing him and his legacy yeah. discography-wise with some of his contemporaries? I just think he's probably at a place in his life where he's not inspired as he used to be, because like he's super successful, super it's like how do you when you when you get to that point and you kind of have everything that you've strived to get. Like and and like you 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 know you still have to feed your fan base. You just you just put out music just to just for them. But like you're not as inspired as you were when you were putting out like your classics that like got you to where you were. You know what I mean? Like so, at that crossroads. So classics though, it's funny you say that, man, because it's like 
Bro, I, I like I was listening to the album last night, right? Listening to the whole thing, dissecting the music, like I do with every weekend album, and I found myself really saying to myself, "Man, like ever since the weekend committed to going pop, like what impact is he really making? I, I get it, the records are huge, and they're and they're reaching more people, and like they're getting on the radio and all this stuff, but like." When we think of like classic weekend, you know, from his music catalog, I personally I go back to Kissland, the trilogy. I go back to um, what's the album where it was? Um, here it is, uh, beautiful beauty behind the madness, like which is which was in twenty fifteen. Basically, prior to Starboy, I feel like the weekend was in a different bag, and I'm not mad at him going pop. And that's cool, but it's like. Where, where, like, do you see two sides of the weekend? Do you see, like, when he went pop, is a different guy? Is he is he putting out the same type of music to you? He's like, at least impact wise. I just think he's bored. Like, like, like he's at that point, like a Rihanna board, where like you get to that point where you're like, ah, I don't need to put out music anymore. I'll put out music when I want to put out music. And like, when you put out the music, you can hear that it's not where it should be. Or it feels like it's like subpar because they're like it's it's like that. I don't care. I just need to put out music because my fans right. have been asking me for it and whatnot. And I need to feed that fan base. And that's pretty much it. Where it's like it's the same type of attitude where Rihanna's like, I'm rich now, I really don't care to put out records, but my fans keep asking me for music. So yeah. And I bet you it's going to sound the exact same when you put, when it comes out and you listen to it, you'll you'll be like, eh. <laughs> like it's like in and you'll like you hear it. it's like like they're not inspired because they're at that different success, super successful point in their life. The same thing with Cole, like you can slowly start to hear it, and when you get to that point in your career where you you're like it's not you you don't sound as hungry as you were, you know, like because you're comfortable. So look, I look, I I, I love y'all. Y'all some really good dudes. Like y'all know what y'all talking about. Y'all wearing some nice hats and everything. I, I definitely respect y'all. Yo, bring the slander, my boy. I vehemently disagree with everything both of you guys are saying. Vehemently disagree. I'll start with Uche. Let's go. Um, number one, Uche, you can argue that he's become a better artist since those projects released. You can argue. To me, he's more daring. He's more experimental. At the end of the day, you know, the thing about The weekend is that, and, and this is to, 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 to your point, uh, the thing about The weekend is that he's not chasing the people of today anymore. Like The weekend came in sounding like Michael Jackson. He's now chasing the Michael Jacksons of the world, the yeah. icons. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like what I heard in Dawn FM was somebody that's trying to make a legendary body of work. Will it resonate with the people of today? Maybe not. Maybe the people of today haven't listened to Thriller. Maybe the people of today haven't listened to uh, Off the Wall. You know, maybe the people of today don't quite know or or or, 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 or resonate with '80s music. But that, to me, that body of work that he put out, Dawn FM. This is not just y'all too. I don't know how y'all feel about the album. You haven't really said, but I personally think we can get to it. Yeah fantastic body of work that shows off his artistic ability yeah in my opinion he's trying to take his artistry to the next level 
And I do think it, I actually think it excites him. I don't think he's bored. I think he's excited to now find new channels because what you're talking about, Ooch, like the, 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 the other albums, that's old news now. He now has to like make 2025 type music with old school, timeless feels to it. And I think that's what he's been doing. I mean, because think about I, like we can, I know this is arguable. You're probably going to kick my ass for saying this. Like, Take My Breath is one of the best songs he's ever made. Like, he's beyond clout now. He's beyond like trends. He is trying to create timeless body of work that can resonate with the world. Yeah, and but to me, he started he doing that. I think with this album, there's some songs that he has that I think from a worldwide perspective, people will feel like uh, uh, Take My Breath. I think that's going to be felt worldwide. Um, Bro, a lot of them. Let's be honest. How Ga do I? Uh, how, gasoline, how do I make sacrifice. you love me? Gas. Like these are joints that, dude. Like it doesn't have a particular face. It doesn't have a particular, like, person that it attaches to. It's just if you are a fan of music, if you are a fan of art, True. you're gonna like it. You know what I mean? And that when you do that, like I said, when you do that, you alienate your day ones, which sucks. You alienate the people that fell in love with you because the music that you made in the past. But I think us as music listeners have to accept the fact that, you know, people got to chase greater things a lot of times as artists. If you want right. that old weekend music, like Jay-Z said, if you miss the old Jay-Z, listen to my old stuff. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so like, here's the thing though, like to me, and, and I want to get your thoughts on this, Remy, uh, after this, but like, I, I personally feel like The Weeknd is at a point where he's transcended making great music, right? Like, you can only make great music up until a certain point, right? Like, it's like, as if this was like a barometer, right? Like, if we if we, he checks out every possible box, musicality, his singing, we already know is amazing. Usually the songwriting is dope. The production is amazing. But... I'm judging him with him his own discography, right? I'm not really comparing him to other people. It's it, I'm talking about the weekend. Is he impacting, you know, his fans or his potential fans the way in which you're saying, Cute Remy? What do you think? I don't know. I, th I I think it's like a hit and miss with the weekend. Like the like some of his new thing, some of his new sounds do resonate, but like there's some more. There's sometimes when you're listening to the new album, when you're listening to it, and you're like, I understand what you're trying to do. But like it's like it, it doesn't move you as much as it should. But like on the flip side, like Starboy was like probably one of my favorite, pro like one of my favorite projects by. Bro, like, I love Starboy. Like it was like everything about that, like every like every everything about that, like to me was amazing. Uh, but like it, it's it's a hit and miss. So I don't know. I don't. He doesn't necessarily do it for me like he used to, but. Uh, it, it, like his next, like his next album, I might love it, but this album, I'm just like, eh. You know what it was about Starboy, and I, I completely agree with Starboy. I, I, I really like Starboy. I, what I like about Starboy in particular was that, yes, he clearly went into a more pop lane with that album. It's pretty obvious, right, from his previous music. But like, he still kept some type of balance, where like you still got like 
the rugged re- the weekend, right, where he was still kind of gritty and he had the gritty look, but yet the music was elevating more pop. So I thought that was a better fusion of everything that he was trying to do. That's why I really feel like the music hit. It feels like these days he's just completely abandoned what he was doing before, which is not a problem. It's just like, I just noticed that. Like, it's just, he's completely abandoned everything. And I just don't think because he's in that lane, that just automatically means that we have to say this music is fuck freaking amazing and yeah. fire and he can do no wrong. Like, I don't think we should just give him that crown just because. You, I mean, it's so... so Starboy felt like he was going to go to the Michael Jackson route. That was like the sound. That was like... Yeah. What? Correct. And then like, now this, I was just like, I don't, like, I, I don't, it's it's always a hit and miss with them these days. So, so I, and I think, you know, for me, I've, I've changed. So I used to be just a fan of music, just listen to it. But then now I have to like critically grade music. Right. And when I do reviews, I got to look at it from a perspective that's different from when it used to be from, from as a critic now. So, Ooch, I swear to you, when I do these reviews, which I did the album for the weekend, I gave it an A minus, right? Okay. I don't look at what anybody else said. I just based off of feelings. So I just want to bring this up. So I'm on Dawn FM. By the way, I didn't look at anybody. The average grade this album got was five stars, 8.8 8 out of 10, 8 out of 10, five stars, four, 8 out of 10, 89, 8.1, which is very good for critics. So they, if 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 you're falling in line with the grade scale of all his albums, this is his highest rated album to date by critics. So at the end of the day, like I feel you, you know, I feel both of y'all when you say that, you know, the weekend is not hitting like it used to, but the level of artistry that he is showing now yeah. is so next level good. It's so next level because I, at this point, you can't compare the weekend to anybody. There's nobody on the weekend's lane in terms of uh, like R&B pop singers right now. No, there's really nobody doing that at his there's level at all. nobody on his lane. And with this album, I think he even lapped people even more. So that's what he's on. Like he's on, we're all driving 2021 cars or whatever. He's on like Tesla 2024 right now. Yeah. You know what I mean? So like, that's what I find so fascinating about The weekend and, and this album. It's, it's interesting because I first time I heard it, I, I heard some people said they hated it. Some really said they liked it. Some people were in between. I was looking at people like, yo, what are y'all talking about? This is like clearly a fantastic, amazing album. So, so, it's so hopefully, hopefully you were not on Twitter reading what people have to say because you know how they are. Like they're gonna say something's trash that's not clearly right? not trash. Like <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like I feel like, if Michael, it was like, I feel like if, Michael, if Michael Jackson was putting out music during the Twitter age and when Thriller dropped. You know how many people would have said the joint was trash? Yeah. There, there would have been mad oh, people man. saying Thriller is garbage. Oh my God, I can't believe Michael yeah. Jackson would do something like that. How how dare he? Come on, man. Like, so so I feel you, but we, we don't listen to them people. It's, yeah, come on, man. I, I I just found it interesting. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, anybody who heard this album that doesn't give it like an A or a B, I'm like, man, that's tough. That's Yo, bro, tough. I want to I I be very I, I want to be very clear though. I think the album is really good. I want to be uh, very clear that if I was giving it a grade, this is a A album. Yeah. Because, because like he, yeah. I mean, come on, man. Like, bro, this album is so good. 
right? In terms of the way it was packaged, the way uh, the music is produced, the way the music was put together, even the outro with Jim Carrey, I thought was freaking fire. Yeah, Bro, yeah, I was listening yeah. to it like forgetting that I was listening to Jim Carrey because he was like, it was almost like a poem. He was he was rhyming and it was going mm -hmm. to the beat. Bro, how, like how this it, album is, is good. Be it, like it was just well packaged and, and well put together. And yeah. you know what I love? This is one thing because you know I, I will say there's a I know we got switch topics soon, but uh you know what I love his content, how his content has morphed. So he used to be if you talk to a lot of girls, right? They'll tell you they don't like the weekend because the weekend came across as like a disrespectful brash dude when it comes to talking about women this particular project he's actually very gentle when it comes to talking about romantic stuff you know he's actually like oh yeah i want to nurture you i want to be there for you a complete 360 but what i thought was fa fascinating it almost seemed like falling for a trick right like it almost seemed like this dude's trying to manipulate people manipulate their uh, people's minds which i thought was such a fascinating theme about the album that maybe right. I caught that not a lot of people caught but if you ask me the weekend's a legend he's a legend I'm, I mean I think that's undoubtedly I mean the, the Super Bowl Super Bowl performance he did that that solidified his legendary status yeah. but you know I'm not sure many people look at him as a legend right now though next topic so the most anticipated artist slash albums of 2022 you know this is a even year i think 2020 had some some very good fantastic releases 2021 also did too but uh who are some of the artists and albums that you guys are looking forward to if you can just throw throw out a few names look man i'll, I'll go first if you guys don't mind look I, i'm gonna name the obvious ones and i'll get into some that are not as obvious right first and foremost kendrick lamar if I knew his middle name, I would have said his middle name in that in that moment right there. We're waiting on you, my brother. We're waiting on you. And I think he's I think he's gonna drop, right? Like, you know, him jumping on the, the song with his cousin Baby Keem last year at the end, you know what I'm saying, with, with the family ties, taking shots at the at the game, you know, at, at at folks rapping. I think he he's he's letting people know he's about to drop. And he dropped that mysterious as uh letter. Basically saying that he was going to be out of, off of TDE with his next release, right? And, and and really pushing his his own brand called PG Lang. So I think Kendrick, man, that's the obvious name. Uh, I would have said the weekend if he did not drop, but hey, thank you, weekend. We we got great music to vibe to for the next couple months. Appreciate yeah. you. Yeah. Now look, Frank Ocean. Apparently he's gearing up. Mm. I've been reading that Frank Ocean is going to drop soon. And I can tell you right now, it's going to be a cold winter, a hot summer. You you name the season. What, whenever Frank Ocean drops, it, it's going to be special, I believe. And so we haven't heard from him in a while. I think I'm, I really think that like his music is going to be received well, uh, you know, especially these days. And like I said, my list is long. The last person I'm going to name that that's obvious to me is SZA. We haven't heard from SZA mm -hmm. since 2017 with Control. And um, bro, that's it's been five years, five damn near. Yeah, that's kind of unheard of for somebody to drop a debut on the scene. And and that wasn't her first album per se, but that was the first studio album that really people, you know, really got people's attention. For her, for it to be five years since SZA has dropped a complete solo project of her own is a bit strange to me. 
I just feel like we need that. We keep getting little Lucy's here and there that are all fire. She dropped hate you. I hate you. I thought it was fire. She dropped good days. I thought it was fire. You know what I'm saying? Like she's yeah. on features with Doja Cat here and there. Like, bro, we need to hear from SZA. I think the music will be will be really dope. So those are my obvious names. I want to hear some of y'all though. Some some names yeah. of you, of you guys. See, I'm weird. Like I listen. Like I'm weird like that. Like I'm I'm waiting. Like, I I want Kevin Gates to put out a new album because like he hasn't put out so he hasn't put out a project like a good body of work since he did the um like he's like I'm a great man. That that project was fire. Um. Uh, Dave East, I, I want to put. Out, he hasn't put out a project. I think like an um, like an like an actual real body of work by himself in like I think since Paranoia, which was like I don't know, like two three years ago. Uh, it might have been longer than that. Yeah, like, it was, like he like Paranoia. <laughs> that might have been like four years ago, bro. You talking about the one with uh, Chris Brown on it? No, like yeah, like the, the one where he like the back of the album is just like him like looking out the bl- like blinds and stuff like. Like yeah, that, yeah, like, yeah, I yeah. love when he drops. Like I love when he drops, uh, like like mixtapes and albums and stuff, like a bot. Like he'll randomly decide to put out an EP and it'll be like amazing because he. Ta- I know he takes his time with it. Um, I don't know. Um, I'd say J Cole, Kendrick, of course. Um, I don't even know if Kendrick. Kendrick is the type of guy that bought a rent, like a bought a normal house outside of Los Angeles and is chilling somewhere, and nobody knows where he is. So like, oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Kendrick is unbothered. This guy bought a normal house while everybody else is balling out. He bought a normal like four bedroom house, chilling yeah. somewhere in, in a small yeah, neighborhood yeah. outside LA. That's the type of that's the type of hit. So I, I don't know. It's a hit and miss with Kendrick. He might just be doing this to fuck with people and be like, ah. But Does, hopefully, doesn't it suck that some of our our our, our the best rappers in the game are like anti-social a little bit you know what i mean like j cole just chill j cole probably driving a toyota corolla somewhere Uh, i respect it cole is my favorite out of everybody like he's king to me he's king he's king over everybody like i can listen to shit forever everyone like cole is the type of person where i cannot listen i can listen because i've heard his album album so many times that it gets annoying to me sometimes i could take a break from cole for two three years not listen to nothing by him back to all his albums love it all over again oh yeah that's like like he's up there for me i Uh, agree you know what i mean like and i think one of the things for me that stands out for him is just like he was like on the last album he was talking about like i think why he's like so anti-social is because he's like he just kicks it with his family he's like i was watching Mm -hmm. my kid play like like that like that song and shit I'm like, yeah, I rate it. Like, I understand why. Like, mm-hmm. like, look at social media and all the wild shit that these rappers and everything are getting into, and like, getting mm-hmm. themselves caught up and shot at and killed and all this. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't want to be part of it either. Like, I'm famous. <laughs> yeah, I've always, I've always looked at fame like the 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 fucking um, the the like the Ron's house and shit, where you can be famous just because you're famous. It doesn't mean you have to be wilding out there. Like yeah, you, yeah, you, yeah, yeah. You can be famous, be a family man, and keep like keep away from the bullshit and just do your business mm-hmm. and whatnot. So his album, but like I, I don't know. I really want Kevin Gates. Kevin Gates is one of those like weird ones that like like nobody likes to talk like talk about. I really, I really like Kevin Gates. I'm, likes, I'm a fan. I'm a fan of Kevin Gates' music. Nobody likes up. To publicly admit that they listen to Kevin Gates, but like 
because he he's very weird on social media. But that is true, though. You don't hear people talking about Kevin Gates like openly. You just don't hear people being like, "Yo, I rock with Kevin Gates." I, you heard that new Kevin Gates mute uh, song? Nobody says it. I'll be on the street. I'll be walking down the street, and I'll hear somebody blaring his stuff driving down, and it's just like, oh, like. <laughs> but you'll never be like, "Yo, man, play that new Kevin Gates." Yeah. But like, I I live for his like his last out like the I'm I'm a great man was probably one of my favorite bodies like bodies of work that like year that he put it out i think it's like two years ago and he doesn't like he doesn't like really put out music like that anymore and i used to be like really heavy on his stuff like like mm-hmm. for this the whole music industry his shit i used to like listen to listen to like i was mm-hmm. just even just to have it dead in the background just doing shit like i was a big kevin gates fan but so um, you got so you got gates and you got cole those are the two you waiting on that's it Cole Gates, I want uh, Dave East to put out a new. Oh album. my bad, sorry, you did say Dave East. My bad, yeah, Dave East as well. Okay, yep, that's a solid list. That's yeah. a solid list. Q, what do you think? Who you who you waiting on? Yeah, let me run. Let me. I'm just gonna run some names down for y'all. Kid Leroy. Okay. You know, I think Absolutely. the kid the kid Leroy is somebody that I think can become a megastar. And Wale. Like, and Wale. Oh yeah, Wale. He he just put out one. But um. Oh, show me. <laughs> the killer Roy, though. The killer Roy, he I, I I'm a I'm a huge the killer Roy fan. He I don't know if y'all peeped, but on, on Instagram, he said he's taking a break, he's just gonna focus on his music. Typically, when people do that, the next body of work they bring out got to be fire. Yeah, it's crazy. His yeah. his back is kind of against the wall, but at the same time, I do think he's somebody that can meet expectations. ASAP Rocky. You know, yeah, he's been a minute actually. You know, ASAP Rocky has been trending upwards. It's it's funny. ASAP Rocky's stock rises when he doesn't release music. You know what I mean? Right. <laughs> like yeah. when he's just chilling, you know, it, it's it's I can see anticipation. I, I think we the world needs a new ASAP Rocky album, man. Like, I think it's been a while since we've gotten to hear to- what he's got to say. Testing was his last one. I, I personally, I, I, that left a bad taste in my mouth. I didn't like, really like testing. There were some cool songs on it, but I was just like, bro, like this is not it. Like his joint was. It, it could have been only, better. It could have been better. His joint was kept as the only one I, I rock with still to this day. Do you guys listen to UK? I like the U, uh, stuff in the UK and whatnot. Oh yeah, oh yeah, for sure. You think Central C right now? That's another. That's another. Pro, I, I'm hoping he drops like an album. Central C. Okay. He's like the. I don't even know. He's like a. He's like uh, the only. He's one of the only artists that has a Drake effect in the UK. Like, mm. like, like. I don't know if you ever like. If you go on his page, like, not even that. Like, if you go on like look at some of these festival videos, mm-hmm. and like I, like, I started like really peeping him when like back like and it's like six, seven like different festivals. All these kids like there's sold out. I think it's like fifty thousand people in the crowd. Everybody, every single person in that crowd knew his songs word for word. Mm. Like word for word, central seat. You said, yeah, and like I, he started to pop up. Like I saw him like take uh, taking photos of Pressa and a few American artists you know about yeah. him. But he's like, I don't know. He reps like the number twenty three. Gotcha. Uh, I'm gonna okay. check him out. I'm gonna check I'm him gonna out. Definitely check him out. There's three other names I did want to say. Um, this is gonna be an interesting. One. Well, four. Rihanna. Obviously, we all waiting for whatever the hell Rihanna's gonna bring out. I mean, she's a billionaire now, so mm-hmm. like, I don't wait on it. Don't wait too long. I'm not sure it's gonna come out. You ain't getting it. You ain't getting it, bro. You ain't getting it. Just let it go. Here's, here's a, uh, th- there's two more I'm gonna say, but then the last one's very interesting. So there's six slack, six slacko, Joe Slacko, aka Slack, 
I, I, his, he dropped a, a two, 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 two piece, two pack, a two pack, uh, Shakur, a yeah. two pack, a two pack Shakur. Yeah. Uh, I thought it was five stars. Like, I thought it was fantastic. Great song. Great, great two songs. Tim's Nigerian artist. Bro, we do need a, we, sorry, we do need a black album. We oh, do. Man. Black bro, that last East, Atl- East Atlanta love letter, his last yeah. full length joint. Fantastic. Fantastic. Bruh. Six I still slacko. I still play that album still to this Six. day. That was like four years, four or five years ago. Oh yeah, Six Slacko. Tim's I think Tim's is one of the new artists that we wanna we wanna pump. I think Tim's the what she did on Essence was amazing with Wizkid. Amazing. I think everybody should be a high on her and waiting for what she got to say. The last one, I'm curious to know what y'all think. I'm waiting on the new Young Dolph album. Mm. I'm assuming that there's going to be an album that they're going to do for Young Dolph. I hope so. You know, same thing like they do with Pop Smoke, all these posthumous albums that they're doing. I believe a Young Dolph posthumous album is going to come out. Oh. And the interesting thing about it is, you know, Young Dolph kept to himself. He, he messed with Key Glock. Will the, yeah. album be, will the album have a whole bunch of people from the industry that he really didn't mess with? There's no way. Like, will the there's album no, there's, just there's be... There's no way. You no. know what I mean? So I'm, I'm curious to see what goes on with a Young Dolph album. I think Young Dolph was such a great artist that people, I'm not sure, was all the way hip to. So now with all the circumstances, unfortunate circumstances that happen, this is going to give people a chance to hear his music. And I, I like to see what, what happens if that happens. I like that. I like that one, yo. I got I got one that um as you were reading that list off um that I was that was kind of brewing, uh Brent Fiaz. Oh, Brent Fiaz to oh, me yeah. is super underrated. I think that like if you've come across a Brent Fiaz song or album, like there's a great chance that you thought it was good. Like I think his last release that maybe reached the masses, if you will, was the feature he got with Drake. You remember, uh, I think it was Neptune's produced. Can't remember the name of the song right now, but Wasting Time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I didn't yeah, really yeah. care for that joint, by the way. I but. it was cool. It was cool. Like it wasn't, it wasn't what I have become accustomed to hearing from Brent Fiaz in terms of like the impact of the music. No, so, his like, last sorry, I'm not to cut you off. His last release is Mercedes. That that okay. joint's fire. That came but, out after right. the one with the Drake. After feature. way after okay, right. came out like a cool. month ago. That's true. Good point. Good point. But yeah, no, I want a Brent Fiaz album. I think I think that like you know, he's already been underground. He's kind of bubbling. People know who he is. I think this is his time to really establish himself and, and, and really put his his pole in the sand and be like, I told y'all. Have that I told y'all moment. He's he's kind of been like fighting an uphill battle his whole career. I'm really waiting on a Brent Fiaz project. Mm, another one, yeah. Lotto. I think Lotto, I, I've said it before. I'll yeah. say it again. I think Lotto is a superstar in the making. I think Do y'all really has, feel like that? She has it. Yeah. Yeah, she, she has, has it. I'm not sold on. I'm not she sold on. I'm not sold on Lotto personally. She's my favorite, and it's not even just the music. She has that Cardi B. I don't give a damn type. Yeah, she's like I'm. She's like you know, this take it or leave it type of swag, and yeah. I respect it. I respect a woman that is doesn't have to fake it to make it. She's mm-hmm. like what I am, and take it or leave it. Mm-hmm. Also, and she writes for shit, and uh, she's like, "Y'all saw me writing my own music since I was 16 till now." Mm-hmm. I, like, yeah, she's she's a good ass rapper. Like, I mean, aside from like the it factor, like absolutely, she, she can go bar for bar with anybody. One to me, like I said, but I I do think she's gonna like elevate to like yeah. superstar yeah. status. Yeah, superstar. 
So that, yeah, I mean, we'll see, man. We'll see. I mean, like I, I agree with everything y'all said, except for the, the only reason why I don't agree with like the superstar status is just because I'm not sold on her, her music personally. Like she can rap her ass off. She writes her own shit. Everything you said, like the swag is there. She got the personality. All that is cool and, and, and fire. But like, I haven't personally really heard a lot of Lotto songs and I'm like, yo, nah, like that, that's undeniable. She like got I just that, haven't said that to myself. She got that joint that samples uh, Mariah Carey. They, they playing on the radio right now. Uh, samples yeah. Mariah Carey. I forgot what it's called. I think it's called BDE or something. But um, okay, yeah. I to me that's a that's a that's a that's a hit. You I'm gonna check it I mean? out. I haven't heard that yet. I'm gonna check it out. Yeah, she's no, nah, she's she she's. I think they're setting her up to be like this, this exactly the way that they're, the way that she's moving right now. They're setting it up for her to like be mm. out of here. See, and you gotta listen to him because he knows what he's talking about. <laughs> right, he's right, management, right. you know. He's, like, he's behind that's, the scenes. That's me too. All, all, she me, needs, yeah. all she needs is that Drake feature. I'll tell you. All, all she, she needs, needs is that, that Drake, Drake feature. feature, and she's like, yeah. like she's already bubbling, and she already has that insane fan base. Now all they like is just like having like that little fire. and then like mm-hmm. that Drake feature would be like somebody comes with like a big tank of gasoline. And just dumps yeah. on it and like steps back mm-hmm. and you watch it go. That's like I guarantee you. I guarantee you. Mark my words. By the end of 2022, she'll she'll get a Drake feature, or by like early next year, it'll be like a, a lotto featuring Drake. Mm-hmm. Bro, that bro, yeah. that uh, yeah. that Drake stimulus package ain't no joke, bro. That that Drake mm-hmm. stimulus package is like it's tried and true. If, if, <laughs> press the button, damn it! <laughs> give Drake, give Drake the opportunity. He's gonna body the song and, and, and take you to a whole nother level, one hundred percent. Yo, let's move on to the next topic. Uh, good discussion because there's a lot of names we name. I'm sure we left a whole bunch out though. But the next topic and the last topic is related to Travis Scott, and um, you know, I I don't want to rehash everything that's going on with Travis Scott. I think the world knows, yeah. right? But in terms of where he is now, you know, what he's how he's been moving, what you've seen from him publicly, do you feel like Travis Scott can rebound in 2022? Is it possible if and if so, what does he need to do tell in order him, to make that happen? Cannot, tell him to stop talking. Tell him to stop talking. But what tell him to stop talking? If you're, you're going to be out and about Make sure that everybody that is around you signs an NDA. Nobody like you, everybody's cameras are confiscated. No more photos of you can leak to the press of you being. Yeah. If you want to go golfing, like I'm like, oh, how, I don't understand how your management allowed a photo of you golfing with like crazy, like like powerful people after Michael all. Michael Jordan and uh, who was it? Mark Wahlberg. Yeah, who's like, other guy? Like, like how much, how monumental of a foot like fail, like is your your label and your management allowed that to happen? Like with somebody that is at that level, everybody's phones confiscated. If you're gonna be around here, nobody had like. You, I'll, I'll give you an example. You know Justin Bieber after like a lot, all he was going through that whole turmoil thing. Everybody that like nowadays, anybody that goes to hang out with Justin Bieber, and they've said this is that they have to sign an NDA. They he has a basket at the front like of his door where you have to put your phone into. Really? Yeah, no phones. No. Kevin Hart does the same shit at his shows. 
Ain't no phones allowed. Yeah. Like, oh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, if, if these people understand this and you just had all this happen to you, how did your management allow that to happen? Why are you out talking? Like, like from like a PR standpoint, like I know his PR manager is like mad as hell. Like probably like his, I guarantee you his PR people are telling his manager, like, please, like don't do this. And his manager's like, nah, look, it's Charlemagne. It'll be a great look. And like that backfired. Mm. I would have been like, I would have told him to shut up and just take a break for a year. Like out of like, out of like go on vacation. You have all this money in the world, go on vacation somewhere out from the US for a year. Nobody has to know. Like, you know what I mean? Fall back. No, I, hear, I feel you. You know what I, I mean? And then like do, when you come back, your first performance should not be a paid show. Your first performance should be like, you have to like organize it. So whether you have, like, I, I wouldn't actually advise them organizing a show for a minute, but like whether or not, like I would do like the, we, the, we day thing. It's the most famous kid friendly, youth friendly thing that like it's anti-bullying and like it, that would be like a good way for him to like apologize. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, a, I mean, I think, so it wasn't a bad idea to go on camera. I just think that he wasn't prepared. Like, I don't think he was, he was not prepared to address the situation the way that he should have been prepared. Like he, he really, for the first 15, 20 minutes of that interview, he really didn't say anything. Like, yeah. like he just, he just kind of like, put the little puppy eye, puppy dog eyes like oh i'm so sorry this happened but like ultimately he was talking in circles but i mean i i get it like i'm 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 not as harsh on these artists as other people like you know i do think that travis scott yeah he's at fault for a little bit what what happened a lot of people are at fault i don't think he should be canceled per se i don't think like he should be doing him as condemned or people think he's evil I think it was just like kind of like a little bit of recklessness, but I will say, you know, thank God, you know, if I'm Travis Scott, thank God I got relationships in the music industry. But I feel like that, like it's strained. And like, I I feel like, like the way everything is happening to him is just like his managers, whoever they are, don't seem to be like, uh, like trying to stop the bleeding, so to speak. Like, but after all that happened, every single partnership that's pending that you had mm-hmm. that was about to do something, to be on the phone with all of them, being like, "Yo, we're gonna press pause on everything. Like, uh, we're not gonna announce nothing. We're not like, we're not going to move forward, but we're not gonna cancel it. Everything is paused. Travis is gonna take a hiatus for a year, and then we're gonna let we're gonna let everything settle before we even try and get him back to doing interviews and shit. Like, I guarantee you, any like all the publicists would have been like, "Yo." That would have been the best idea for him because I'm not sure. I'm, I'm just gonna be real. I, I'm not sure that interview I, I, that he did it backfired because then he lost two, three endorsements after like I think it was like a week after like back to back back like three endorsements right like after that and it was more backlash that he did the interview and didn't address like a lot of things the way he should have. But so, well, well, let me. But well, let me ask you this, right? So if he just disappears and gets silent, then his day ones who care about his music aren't hearing him anymore you know but then if he keeps dropping music then that might alienate or anger anger other people yeah so it's like to me yeah what i'm saying to me is at the end of the day what is it all about it's about his music yeah so as long as he that's why i brought up the whole relationship thing because he as long as he has those relationships in high places 
his album is still going to have the Drakes of the world, the Quavos, the, the 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 everybody's in the world because I don't think what happened necessarily means he's a bad person or yes. that you shouldn't work with him. You know what I mean? So I think he's still good from a music standpoint. A lot of well, people no, want to work I, with him for a while, for a very yeah. like nobody's gonna want to touch him for like a very long while. And then just, yeah, like she, like the all the big fancy brands don't want to do business with them. Uh, like all the festivals don't want to do business with them. And festival like all like and I really guarantee when they allow people to fully start touring, there's not gonna be a like a talent buyer that's gonna book him for a, like for a while because it's just not gonna be like they're, they're showing videos where like fans are telling the dj to turn off travis scott really yeah that's like crazy. yeah like the djs are trying to hype like warm up the crowd everybody booed and they're like yo turn it off that's crazy the scissor show that was at that was at the scissor show I mean, I mean, it's kind of expected, though, right? Like that's how radi radioactive, radioactive this guy's brand is at this point. Like Q, you were talking about music. What's the most important thing is the music. Like, man, when you're Travis Scott, you've surpassed music. You are a brand. Is the reason why this man is having deals with like to make seltzer water over here with McDonald's and selling out all the like his brand is what's at stake, and that's why to to Remy's point. I don't know about the year hiatus, but definitely like if his team is aware that he is not he's incapable of of talking on camera and like having a position that actually makes like somewhat sense, like he's not going to solve anything, right? Okay. And that's the that's the biggest thing about even talking to people. You're not going to oh. solve anything in that moment, but like if so you if you're aware, hold on real quick. Sorry, if you're if if you're unaware that uh, sorry, if you if you're aware of this as his team that he's not capable of having that type of conversation, then why have it? That that's mm -hmm. the biggest thing. Yeah. And hold on, and actually after the fact, I heard that supposedly, allegedly, his team was advising him against having that interview, but he insisted <laughs> on having it. That's what that's what was reported. That's Do cool. I believe that? I don't know. Probably. Like I don't know what I don't know what to believe. Like, I'm assuming Travis can, is a real one. I could see that being the case. Yeah, McDonald's is the only brand that has not canceled their has not canceled. <laughs> I mean, why? Because yeah, he, he why made money. That? But you know, here's the thing: we gotta we we do have not a direct situation, but we do have a similar situation, right? Janet Jackson, the Super Bowl, she had her nipples come out, right? Justin Timberlake was involved, also, right? Millions of people saw it, right? Janet Jackson went mute. She ain't talk. Justin Timberlake kept talking. Whose career has been saved since then? Justin Timberlake. What I feel like Janet Jackson has not been the same since then. Because she's been silent. She hasn't necessarily addressed the situation the way that people really wanted it to be addressed. So it's like, to me, yeah, silence does sound good. But and another one, Chris Brown. Chris Brown situation. Chris Brown never stopped. He kept showing up still, and his work ethic consistent. He got back to where he needed to get to. So, you know, I think silence. Yeah, it sounds great, and I do think it works sometimes. But in this situation, it yeah. might serve him good to keep going. Just like Bro, Chris Brown actually did go. I don't want to say silent, but he did have a slight hiatus yeah, after like, that. Yeah. If you remember, it was like yeah, because he went to jail. Solid <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, like I don't think he ever did. He ever go to jail, or was it just yeah, community service? Oh, because they beat him down for I think like eight months. 
Okay. Yeah, 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 that's right. That's right. They, they, they did him dirty. They paraded him on TV. Like they had him in a chain gang. They paraded him on, in front of the cameras. They had, to, they had to embarrass him. They had to embarrass yeah, that guy. And that's what crazy. I, yo, crazy. one thing that nobody's talking about, which is like, man, they put all of this onus on Travis Scott to talk. So and everybody, and, and everybody, <laughs> right? Like, what about all the other people? Like nobody, nobody's talking about any of those people. And I know why. It's because Travis Scott is the face. Yeah. He's the name. He has to speak for it when all of these other companies are faceless, right? That's the sad part is that, can you honestly say that this was Travis Scott's fault? No, it was like, there, I was I like, if you take a step back and you look at the entire situation, the fault to me is on Live Nation and the actual promoters of that show because um every 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 venue that you as a manager you know and, and like i don't put a bl- partial of that blame on the management team because as a manager when you book a show and you book a venue you know what the capacity is of that venue. i don't care like what like what they say you know how many people that are allowed mm-hmm. to be in that venue because they're very specific they're very strict on that so you're telling me that like that place that it would technically it had like I think the maximum amount of people allowed was fifty thousand was the cap like maximum and there was over a hundred like and something mm. that so at some point somebody like behind the scenes like who controls the ticket sales didn't care about that who didn't care about or didn't care about the safety concerns of that like limit of how many it should have just been like tickets are sold out they're sold out. And they're sold out for safety like, precautions. They didn't care, and that like I feel like that they have to be held accountable for that. Mm-hmm. But like, yeah, I, I I don't know, I don't know. Travis like Travis didn't didn't necessarily stop the show. People died like that. That's like what is gonna like. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's he's definitely at fault. I mean, yeah. he's definitely at fault. I I I. I you know what 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 is really the thing that's interesting i would say the more disappointing thing about the situation is i don't think enough people stood up for him you know like travis scott is known in the industry to have so many friends he's he's done joint projects he's featured on all kinds of people's projects i don't really recall somebody i could be wrong Bro, the but only i don't recall only, anybody really going out there for him the Ooh. only person that i've seen publicly that I personally have seen publicly stand up for Travis Scott is Roddy Rich. I've seen him mm. publicly say, mm. yo, like, like everything we're saying, he's like, nah, that was fucked up. Like I still, I hit Travis, like I'm ch- checking on him. Da, 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 da. It wasn't his fault. He's the only person I've seen say it publicly. I think WAP 100 said that like when they're crucifying him is crazy. Mm. Yeah, that's wild. It's weird, man. It's weird. But so what you so what you guys are saying is that like it's possible, but it's it's complicated, man. Travis like he, Scott, he 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 might be able to rebound, but it's complicated right now. It's possible. Like his manager should have plugged the bleeding when it like went right when that happened. The first thing that they should they should have been on the phone with every single one of their partners, brand, whatever it is, because you you when you control the narrative, like when you put out this, like when you when you're the one that control the narrative. Then that story doesn't get out that like oh um, this company has indefinitely put on pause their relationship. Whereas if you had called ahead and been like yo, so just so you know this is about to hit the news, so we're gonna pause this with, uh, until we get this dealt with. This is the plan for 
like you don't want to be like to save face on all of that because then it's like when you when you just allow it to happen then you start to see okay this brand can't i doesn't want to work with travis anymore this brand doesn't want to work with travis anymore then the promoters start to see that then they're like oh your brand is toxic so i don't want to book you then you start to see that uh he got can't uh coachella took him off then you see that rolling loud took him off then you see like and then it starts to become like a snowball effect whereas if they had controlled it from the beginning and he shouldn't even been talking the person that should have been talking was his lawyer people died the, the main point was people died so the fact that people died it should have just been like look his lawyers and his reps should have handled anything to do with having a conversation about like even if it was an interview his lawyer should have been representing travis shouldn't have said nothing about anything he should have just been quiet and let his team handle it but his team handled it in such a poor at least in my opinion, it was handled very, very poorly. But there's a fine line. There's a I, I fine line. Say, you know how it is, man. People yeah. not going to respect Travis Scott if he doesn't speak up for himself to some degree. Like they're just they're gonna be they're gonna hang on the fact that, man, look, yo, if you ain't doing nothing wrong, why the hell you ain't speaking? You know, like if people are gonna talk and feel some type of way yeah. about him not speaking up for himself. This has been a dope ass episode, man. Hey, where can the people sh- like find you if they want to get in contact with you as an as a manager, if they're an artist? How can they hit you up, man? Uh, hit me up on Instagram at Lewis Harris, L O U I S H A R I S S. I'm more, I'm the mo- I'm most responsive on there to be completely honest. So uh, search me up on Instagram. Dope, yes, dope, sir. man. Hey, you could you could follow me. Y'all know where to follow me, man. U C H A Y V A on every platform, man. I don't gotta say it. You've heard it enough. If but then again, hey, there might be some new followers and new listeners. So, you know, please tolerate me on uh on Twitter. You know, I say a lot of weird and uh uh you know uh informative things from time to time. So yeah, rock with me, yo. You, you know, you can follow me at your your local grocery store, you know, uh more than likely at the cereal aisle or the the coffee aisle don't follow me actually that's weird i might call police but um you know instagram twitter all that good stuff absolutely man listen uh yo you can pull up anytime man it's been a dope convo i I really hope like the people kind of like receive you know what i'm saying like hearing from a different angle right we have a lot of artists on you know musicians singers songwriters whatever the case is it's first time i think we've had a manager on if i'm not mistaken q is that right appreciate it appreciate it Oh yeah, 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 so. yeah. So I think that's gonna be a dope dynamic. Hopefully, the people hear this and really rock with it. But as always, y'all know what time it is. If you are giving advice, make sure it is ill. Yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs>